0: So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, coming all the way from the city of angels, we've got actress, model, musician and dancer, Amber Martinez. Amber, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, it's glad to be here. I'm so happy. (laughs) I'm like really honored that you wanted to interview me.
0: hey do you know do you know what in in the world of ent- entertainment uh, people always you know look at the uh, you know the, the big superstars but what i see is, is is people like yourself that are working so hard that are, are, are literally in so many shows and uh, doing so well for themselves and it, it's just an, in- an industry that is so interesting and You know, I like to hear a bit of the dirt, a bit of how life is for you in the way of making it through those uh, streets paved with gold in Hollywood, as they say. Um, So, you know, for you, how is everything at the moment? Because it's a bit crazy in the US as well as the UK, but it's even got crazier in the US. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, like a couple of days ago we had people storm our Capitol building. I was like, where is that from? (laughs) Never thought I'd live to see that day happen. Uh, uh, My thoughts and prayers are are out uh, for the other citizens in um, America itself in general right now. I think it's very disturbing times, but I feel like, you know, that it will get better. I hope it will get better once, you know, Biden comes to presidency.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's only a matter of time. And I saw on the news today that Trump is not even going to go on the 20th of January. Um, I guess he's going to be too busy uh, crying in the corner.
1: Well, I think actually how it works is that the Secret Service would remove him if he refused to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll either go gracefully or he'll go disgracefully, whichever will be both will be exciting to watch. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've been evicted out, and it's Biden's turn. Now I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I mean, every everything with the uh, the pandemic as well. How how are you keeping safe? How is everything? where you are in the way of lockdown or or how it's been managed?
1: Um, Well, it's a bit difficult here. I think the city shut down numerous times. Now we're locked down really hardly. We can't go out after 10pm anywhere unless it's like an emergency. Or if you're going to get the pharmacy or to get like pick up food from a restaurant and you're in a car, but you're not allowed to be like out on the streets walking around or traveling anywhere really um, after 10 o'clock at night. Uh, everybody's told to shelter inside. Um, I got a lovely email from sag that said the productions are ceasing and desisting for the next five weeks or indefinite time period. So that's an interesting wow. one for the entertainment industry to have. So yeah, but. I mean, it would be unfortunate because it was shut down this whole time and then just started back up in early October and I got I was lucky I got like three jobs in and then they're like, we're shutting down again. And I was like, okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what everyone needs everyone needs a tom cruise on their set to uh put everyone in their place and make it say safer and maybe more productions can go ahead but it is shocking isn't it i think i think that with the um the pandemic affecting all work um don't get me wrong i think it's a great time for people to take a step back and 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 look at the industry look at the shows that have been put out there and i think it's giving people more time to be more creative come up with ideas and 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 planned for that for that moment when this pandemic has gone and we can actually get back to work uh, it's going to be amazing times um so let's talk about you and where you came from because obviously I've been doing my research like I do on every guest um please correct me if I'm wrong because I know the internet is not always the most reliable place to get information <laughs> so um you were born in Doesn't a
1: small town
0: <laughs> hey, hey sorry what was
1: that on my imdb that's the accurate information
0: <laughs> is it excellent so you were born in a small town in kansas um yes if you if you tell tell me that small town is called smallville i will absolutely go crazy because obviously it's the home of superman <laughs>
1: that <would be> amazing.
0: <laughs> I, I know i know so so but what took
1: like- Small like small
0: towns, so how does that sound? Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm a real super girl. <laughs> oh, bless you. So what makes makes a girl from a small town in Kansas, um, you know, go all the way to LA, to the uh, City of Angels, to compete? And when I say compete, that's what it looks like <laughs> to me. It's such a, a big pool, and, you know, it's so daunting. You are so brave and so amazing to actually you know enter that pool of them sharks as they say um what made you go from kansas all the way to la
1: um i just uh, like <laughs> so i was i was in a relationship with someone and they got a job out here in la to work um for this company called playdom because they used to design and engineer video games And um, I was like, oh, he had been out here for a year. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay here in Kansas. And then I was like, "Uh, no. I I moved to Michigan (laughs) for a little bit. And I was a TV host. And um, then I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll follow him out here, you know, because I love him. And we're in love. And it's going to be amazing. (laughs) And everything's going to work out and we're going to end up having babies in California together and it and of course it didn't work like that. So.
0: <laughs> oh bless you. <laughs> it
1: was, so, okay. So <laughs> so have, so you
0: so go on.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't the audio didn't connect. What were you saying?
0: No, 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 no. Go 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 ahead. <laughs>
1: Um, so before uh before i moved here i had already like went to college and then oh my god i'm aging myself right now Um, (laughs) (laughs) i had already gone to college and i had um been tv hosting from 1998 to 2002 at the same place tps television and then i went to college for television digital media production so i was like fully prepped and i'm like i'm gonna go here because i can do this i've been doing this like basically my entire life I before that I was trained in dancing I was dancing since the age of three and I was trained singing since I was seven and I actually started learning singing from my grandmother who was a trained opera singer and she performed in like St. Petersburg and Russia and a bunch of other places Mm -hmm. so I come from a very like musically talented artistic family um, from that, from the small intermediate branch, but like everyone else in my family is either a like an attorney or works for the government or has some like serious job. And like <laughs> except for, <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't <laughs> like that's what they consider. They don't consider my job to be like serious, but I'm like, but I've been really successful, mom. And she's like, Oh yeah, okay. But you <laughs> my mom always encourages me, like when I get older, she thinks I'm gonna get what she considers to be like a real job and be like a doctor or an attorney or work for the government like everyone else in my family. And I'm like, No, that's not really on my plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but think, but think <laughs> a, a real job a real job is quite easy you know it's 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 nine to five you just turn up and you go home you know be be being an actor and a performer there is a lot more hoops and a lot more obstacles in the way to actually make it so um but no that's yeah, but, but, every... but, but why i oh, why
1: why acting
0: yeah oh
1: you know um I've, I've been doing it my entire life, and I have a deep passion for it. And I feel like if I if I wasn't continuing my craft and you know to develop it every year, I learn something different. You know, you have to keep advancing yourself, progressing yourself in your career. You can't just stay flat and and stagnant. So, I always find it very exciting and thrilling. And like for some reason, like I, whenever I get a job and I go on set, like I know that's the place I'm supposed to be. You know, like how everybody, everyone knows, like, you know, when somebody has like, when they know when they're a doctor and they love being a doctor, they know mm. they're meant to be a doctor. You know, they feel the most comfortable on that. And then I feel the most comfortable on set and in front of a camera because I've been doing it like my entire life <laughs> since I was like 15 years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I I'm I'm a very talkative uh, talkative young lady from Kansas, I guess. So, I just to me it didn't it didn't seem very scary when I got in the car to start driving. But when I was about 200 miles into my journey from across the country, it became very scary. I'm not gonna lie. It was like <laughs> it became very real. I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> like, you know. But, but it's <laughs> then, nice um, because
0: you've always got a home to go back back to. <laughs> I presume, you know, you can always go back.
1: Yeah, well, I've been in LA since 2008, so I'm I'm pretty much here to stay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is a long time. So, <laughs> yeah. grow so growing up in Kansas and 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 uh, looking to move to to uh, you know this the, you know LA and getting into acting who did you look up to who did you see as your sort of your end goal the person that you wanted to be like
1: oh my gosh so I like <laughs> I grew up watching like my mother is a reverend so I wasn't allowed to watch like half the movies that existed when I was younger <laughs> um so I grew up <laughs> watching primarily like julie andrews and meryl streep and disney movies and um movies that were with like roma downey jr and like you know jame dame judy dench and like all the classic actresses and actors and hugh grant and everybody that was that i considered to be excellently talented actors so it actually helped me because i used to study you know all these extremely talented actors by watching them on, on videos over and over again, and I think I watched The Sound of Music like 110 times growing up. <laughs> like, cause I, <laughs> I thought, I thought Julie, Julie Andrews was like one of the most amazing actresses, and um, <laughs> yeah, like Meryl Streep movies on reruns, <laughs> and I used to have the biggest. Crushed on uh hugh grant growing up which was like crazy because i think i was like 15 when he was like 37 or something like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) well well to be fair my one of my first crushes was mary poppins which is really odd yeah so julie andrews is mary poppins (laughs) (laughs) so what's so what's the um so what's being the best (laughs)
1: hey what's that sorry wasn't she also Peter Pan at one point? Was she? I think she I'm played not Peter sure. Pan. So, yeah, or it, done, it might to be, be honest. Drag, I'm sorry, Julie Andrews, if that wasn't you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> my whole life, my apologies. I'm upset.
0: <laughs> so, 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 what, what's the best thing about living in LA and 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 being in the in, the industry for you?
1: I think the best thing about being LA and being in the industry is that, um, you're close to everything, you know, um, you can get jobs easier. You can go to and from work either easier. I live in, well, actually I probably shouldn't say where I live. I live central to (laughs) the. (laughs) Studio. Yeah. <laughs> I live central to studios because I, it maximizes uh, the getting to work faster, but it also minimizes the amount of time you have to get to work. So you get more time to yourself. So if you get those crazy, like late, like early call times that like, two and three and one forty-five a.m like i get very often for early morning sunrise shots or morning. sometimes i'll get night calls and i'll have to be on set at like eleven thirty 30 at night and then i work until like 9 30 in the morning or 1 p.m in the afternoon the next day so you have to like really want to act in the industry because once you get on set like you're not leaving for 16 or 18 hours a day sometimes So you have to, like, really want to be in the industry and be comfortable and be accepting of everyone's attitudes after, like, 12-hour time period blocks, you know, because there's so many different personalities on set. And you just have to be, like, a very balanced person. So I think it's really great in L.A. because you get to observe more experience. It's easier to uh, book more jobs. And not only that, it's, like, there this is really the central hub for most of the movies like Mm. in the world there's production studios around the world don't get me wrong but this is like this is hollywood this is where like most of the giant you know metropolis of studios are located so like if you want to act this is where you should come for sure
0: (laughs) and what's the and what's the downside of living in la what is the uh the the dirty secret the people that, that you know the things that LA don't want you to know about
1: oh gosh i don't know if I should say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> come on be um, honest
1: <laughs> um well <laughs> uh, some some areas are not nice to live in and you should definitely um do your research about the area you want to live in and what is safest because there's some areas that look really safe And they're really not like the exact opposite. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like there are some areas where when I first moved here, I'm like, Oh, this looks so nice. There's palm trees. The yard looks kept, you know? And then you turn the corner and there's like bars on every home's windows and like giant gates with barbed wire around them. And you're like, what the heck happened? Like, it's, it's so starkly different. The way of living is from one block to the next. Like, it's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A bit like the scenes from Boy, Boys in the Hood. Like, you go around, yeah, and it's like, oh no, I'm on the exactly. set, I'm on the yeah. set.
1: Yeah. you drive like two blocks down and it's like barbed wire, like bars over the windows, <laughs> and you're like, why do people need like wrought iron bars over their windows? It's like, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely research the areas uh, that you want to live in before you live in them. If you decide to move here,
0: <laughs> <laughs> note taken. So auditioning—do you like auditioning, or do you not like auditioning?
1: I love auditioning uh, because you get to meet new people and make new contacts, and you know. And then if the audition doesn't go really well, you can always ask the casting director like what notes they have. You know, maybe you used the wrong eye line or you know, maybe your Irish accent wasn't that amazing. That's what I got told the first time I tried to do an Irish accent like seven <laughs> years ago.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I though, a lot-
1: really, really good Irish accent right now, though, I can do it all day long and call people on the phone and they get confused. I call my mother constantly and I prank her with this Irish accent <laughs> and I, always, I tell her that, you know, that uh, I'm a missing person once <laughs> she got really oh. freaked out.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's just mean. That is just mean. But at least, at least you could do an Irish accent.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because
0: because a lot of Americans, for some reason, when they do an American accent, they sound Scottish, which I think is really bizarre.
1: Yeah, it's it's really strange. I don't know why they do that though. I don't <laughs> don't...
0: <laughs> no, well, but it's sort of similar.
1: Is- I took the um, Paul Meyer does really good voiceover training classes for, um, yeah. for accents and dialects, and that's what I took. <laughs> so, if anybody's <laughs> looking for some accent and dialogue studying, visit paulmeyer.com.
0: <laughs> well, it's obviously it paid off. Yeah, it obviously <laughs> obviously does. Um, so, so Amber, what drives you? What really drives you to keep going forwards within this industry?
1: I think what drives me is, you know, I have a big passion for doing what I do. I genuinely love it. You know, I have a, if I'm, if I'm not working, I get upset. Like I, (laughs) I feel like I'm not myself, you know? Um, So what drives me is because I feel the most comfortable on set and I, and I want to always better myself and push myself forward and further my craft. And I want to become like, better than I am. I want to become a better being at my job. And what drives me is because I want to ultimately pursue my goal of getting an Oscar. And I know I'll do it. It may take a couple more years, but I'm definitely going to do it. So you hear that, everyone? It's going to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so would you say that that's how you measure success is that recognition of that Oscar?
1: No, I don't think so at all. Actually, Um, people ask me before what I think success to be. I mean, that is just one of my personal goals. That's why I said you said, what are you you achieving? I said, that's one of my goals. Um, But success is many different things. There's different levels of success. Success to me is like some people may overcome a sickness. That's a form of success. Or they may be able to get a job and provide for their family and they weren't able to do that before. That's also, to me, a form of success. So I think it just, just stipulates what you're trying to achieve or what your what your goals are or what you're trying to do. For me, one of my main goals is I want to eventually win an Oscar. So I want to always be driving myself forward, pushing myself forward, taking roles that will push me forward to become and achieve more than what I am right now I always want to be moving forward in my career and like breaking some sort of boundary I didn't break before so another form of success I think to me is to be who you truly are inside and accept yourself for who you are that's the ultimate form of success
0: definitely definitely I mean the thing is success you know you can measure it you know with with awards or you can measure it with happiness or success for everyone I suppose is completely different I mean my success is being being a good dad to my girls uh and making sure that they grow up as strong independent women you know that's not going to take any nonsense (laughs) yeah yeah um (laughs) so so how do you deal with rejection because you know you you know auditions come and go you don't get the parts um you know which happens uh, to be honest a lot um you know with 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 auditions um but how do you actually manage that rejection side do you get up quite quickly and easy
1: oh yeah i mean you know you like uh when i first moved out here i got sad the like the first two times but then i realized like You know how many people are auditioning for the same role? Like, don't be dumb, Amber. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no. (laughs) Like, not everybody... Like, not everyone can play every part, you know? So now, I, ever since I had that realization, it's like I just take everything with a grain of salt, you know? Sometimes you go in and they like, they love your personality and they love the way you perform the role, but then they're like, we're really looking for like a really bright redhead. And I'm only like an auburn redhead, which only shows in like the sunlight and really bright lighting, <laughs> you well, know? You can, or like, oh.
0: you can dye it. You yeah. can make it. Right.
1: <laughs> you know, I was born a strawberry blonde with blue. Eyes, and then they just yeah. turned like bluish green and got like a dark brownish auburn red. So it was really weird. It's like God was like, "No, we're changing this up a bit." <laughs>
0: what's 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 the most extreme thing that you've done for an au- for an audition? You know, in preparation of going to an audition, you're talking about eye color, and 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 you're here. Have you dressed a certain yeah. way or?
1: Okay, what is I? <laughs> I don't know why I did this but like one time when I was really young I was like I'm I'm still like I don't know why I'm telling this story it's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> when I was really young um, I had an audition to play like a ninja assassin female when I was like two, when I was like 24. So I decided to go to the audition dressed in cosplay like a ninja assassin. Yes. <laughs> and I was like And I thought, like, this is really good because they're going to be able to visualize me in this role. And I showed up and everyone looked at me like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) But you stood out. You you, you peacocked your way through that audition.
1: I did. I did. They remembered me. And you know what? They called me in for another audition a week later and I booked a job from them.
0: (laughs) But that's the thing, isn't it? So many people you know all, all audition and they're looking for the same sort of person so it's a it's a thing about being remembered and actually getting their eye
1: yeah so you know if you're like a nerd like i am like i love uh cosplay and comic books and movies and stuff you know so <laughs> i felt really Excellent. proud going in there <laughs> <laughs> I, feel a little unproud. I felt a little unproud leaving, though, because people had given me such weird stares that were also auditioning for the same role. But it obviously worked out in my favor because I, I got booked by the same people for a different role the the following week. So
0: <laughs> there you go, there you go. It obviously worked. Um, so let's talk about this Marvel series that's coming out in the matter of days. There is a lot of talk about about it. It's Wonder Vision uh, with Paul Bettany in, um, and you know. It's it looks fantastic, and you're actually in one of the episodes. If you could talk about any inside scoop or your experience of working on the on the show, that would be fantastic.
1: I am. I can talk about my experience. I can't give you any insider details though, because I signed non-disclosure agreements.
0: <laughs> oh, them NDAs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, do you want me to like start from the moment I was I was casted and I had no idea yes. I was even working on the show?
0: <laughs> like, That's how secretive okay. they must be then.
1: No, no, it was it had code names and everything. Like it was very oh, wow. secretive. So, um, I got like a message on my phone at, from one of the people who was doing like casting, and he was like, "Hey, so you know how like." When you're an actor and you ha- you fill out all the things you can do for different casting directors and stuff, and they- and you send them the list of your skills and your resume or whatever, and they keep it on file. So I have, like, a lot of skills normal people probably wouldn't have. And one of them happens to be, like, performing certain circus acts. <laughs> so... Um, So I got this message and they're like, oh, hey, you know, we know that you have this, this, uh, you know, that you perform circus acts. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, which one are you looking for? And um, they're like, well, we need a circus hula hoop performer. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have lots of hoops. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we um, are you available on these days? And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, well, what production is this for? And they're like, oh, well, we can't tell you, but um, we need you to go get COVID tested, like, tomorrow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went and I got the COVID test with the uncomfortable, like, you know, giant nasal swab thing that they have going on. And, like, I went in there and, like, the there was, like, nurses dressed, like, the pandemic with, like, a face hood thing on and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it was done out in the middle of nowhere um, by a factory. So it like, they really went to great extents to hide where everybody was going at all times. And I got back and then I was like, okay. And so I went to go get fitted like the day after that at um, Western Costume. And I went in and I'm thinking like, you know I'm gonna have like a regular circus outfit and you know, I'm like going to be performing and, and uh, during this amazing scene. And I get in there and I'm like, they're like, oh, here's your outfit. And I was like, oh, and it was like this super sexy, like tight red sequin, black, like, you know, corseted thing. And then I had gold fringe on the bottom, like old school, you know, like old school, sexy thing, like you know, sexy, sexy circus performer. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to like really, you know, fantastic on screen. I get to be the hot one, you know? <laughs> and so, so I get the address and I'm like driving and, you know, a couple days later to set and I'm like, oh, I've never been to this place before. What is this? You know? And they're like, oh yeah. So they gave me the code name and everything to give to, what the PA when I go to drive. So I'm going there and I'm getting on set and I'm approaching it. And I like, I find out that it's like the Disneyland, like gold Oak ranch. And I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) I'm working for Disney. So then my excitement starts building up and building up and building up. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I better prep. Like I'm supposed to, you know, start like my scene and all my performance and everything in a couple hours. I better like practice, you know, because I'm going to be, in a Disney show. And then I sit in the chair and I'm like getting my makeup done and everything. And then the makeup artist is like, well, don't you know that you're booked for WandaVision? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm "I'm acting on WandaVision? (laughs) And I'm like, me? Little girl from Kansas, of all people? (laughs) Like, you know, this is amazing. I love Paul Bettany. Is he here? Like, I was freaking out. I was so excited. (laughs) Then everything became, like, ridiculously overexcited for me. I was like, ooh, there's the lunch truck. Oh, my God, there's my hair and makeup station, you know? I'm like, look, that's the holding area for me. I'm so excited, you know? Like, stuff that would not be as exciting on a regular set became, like, 100% more exciting. So um, the costumer put me in my outfit, and the makeup artist did my makeup, and... I came out, and I didn't know what I looked like, right? So I thought, I was like, oh, I'm very circusy. I must have a face-painted face and stuff. And, uh, like, they show the mirror to me, and the makeup artist goes, oh, my God, you look exactly like Linda Carter. You look like Wonder Woman. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, like, I do. Awesome. And... (laughs) So I was so excited. I'm like, that was one of my dreams to play Wonder Woman. And I was like, Gal Gadot obviously held that chip down, but I got to be Wonder Woman for this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that so, is
1: awesome. so then I got <laughs> Yeah, right. So then I got um I got out on the set and I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, so the, the makeup artist thinks I look like Wonder Woman. I'm like, oh, that was a super huge like um compliment. And I'm like, I'm gonna practice. So I start practicing um, my act with all my hoops and everything on the side. And then like as I'm practicing, like there is all these different crew members and stuff like coming around, like watching me practicing and everything. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not performing right now. I'm just like I'm trying to really focus on this. So I, you know, like don't hit myself in the face or drop a hoop or something on set that would be embarrassing. And I'm like, So, so I'm doing this and then I realized that they're like on their lunch break eating like some of the crew are on their lunch break eating lunch while watching me like do my practice my performing and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, oh, this is great! And then like the juggler comes out and he's like, I'm gonna practice too because you know I don't want to mess this up. But I'm like, okay. So then the contortionist comes out and we're having like a mini circus performance, like, <laughs> it's like
0: a great show. <laughs> prior-, <more>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> prior to being on set, I know, right? Like free. Hey guys, free circus performance. <laughs> like enjoy <laughs> the show, you know. So then I get out on set and like every single person keeps telling me, did anyone tell you you look like Linda Carter? You know, you really, you look like Wonder Woman. And it was like, oh, thanks so much. And like, so I just, just to be fun with my performance when I was doing all the different hoops and like throwing the hoops and like putting them around my waist and doing on my arms and like my wrists and my hands. I started doing one over my head and I was spinning it like it was a golden lasso. And then I switched it down and I put it on my waist and I was like running around and stuff. And everybody was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, I hope this looks good. And I was really, really nervous because I'm like, oh, it's Disney and I can't mess it up. And it's it's WandaVision and Paul Bettney's going to see this and he's going to be here soon. And and, you know, <laughs> And this is going to be like really, you know, big for me. And then like when I was done, it was silent for a second. And then everyone started clapping, like the entire crew and everyone started clapping for my performance. And I was like, oh, my God, I felt like Like I was like, really?
0: <laughs> so, but how did how, 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 how did the actual shoot go? I mean, obviously that practice.
1: No, no, that was like that was during like the shoot. Everyone like I was on set like after the practice. I went to on set, and um, I went onto the set, and it was like a green like it was a green screen because everybody because of COVID. So everyone can't you know be by each other, yeah. and there has to be all the social distancing. So you can see everyone else from like a distance while you're doing your bit on the green screen. And, um, I was doing, I was throwing my hoops and doing all that and performing and everything. And like, um, I performed like in front of like five different can- camera angles and, um, doing my acting bit on, on screen. And then they were like, after I was done, it was like, Oh, you know, it got quiet for a minute. And then everyone was clapping and I was like, Oh, thank God it was good. <laughs> <laughs> you because know, like cause you get so ner- like I got so nervous when I knew it was uh, I was at the Disneyland ranch but I was so excited at the same time so it was like nervous and excitement fighting each other in my mind and I'm like no Amber you got this you are, are great otherwise you wouldn't have been booked by Disney and Marvel
0: <laughs> and what a great thing to have on your resume is you know a Marvel project
1: i know i'm so excited um i hope to do another one if they're if they're casting for power princess i would love to do that role marvel (laughs) 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 i mean i make a pretty good good linda carter and uh power princess was marvel's version of
0: (laughs) there you go there you go, Marvel. <laughs> take notice. Um, so, <laughs> so um, let's 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 talk. And you know what? I cannot wait for that series to come out. I really can't uh, because it's it's been a long time coming. They've been advertising it for so long. So I'm 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 pleased to say Disney Plus is definitely going to be playing as soon as that gets released. Um, so let's talk about red carpets because on social media you're quite active uh which is great to see um and you do a lot of red carpets w- what's it like to attend been invited to a lot of carpets <laughs> <laughs> what's I mean, it like to go I'm to really, a red well, carpet event
1: grateful. i love i love everyone i work with and everyone i network with and, and everyone who invites me out i'm very appreciative
0: but what's what's it like to actually you know to attend these events
1: Oh, it's wonderful. You know, um, so it's wonderful to attend really good coordinated red carpets. <laughs> I should say that because, because, um, a couple times I've attended non-coordinated red carpets and I've actually had like people who've seen me in movies, they're like touching me and like pushing me, like, like pushing through the bars. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, you know, that's great. But then I felt unsafe, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I love you too. Don't touch me. You know? <laughs> 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 you know um, and I-, I had a man uh, push past security and stand next to me and put his arm around me on the red carpet. And I felt like very unsafe and very scared. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, what is going on here? And the guy gets removed by security and he's like, No, everybody take a photo of us. Take a photo of us. And I was like, I felt so bad that he had committed a crime coming on the red carpet that I just like hmm. took a picture and <laughs> wow. I was like, You own this photo. But it was freaky. <laughs> like-
0: well, yeah, it's got it's gotta be scary for you. It's scary for you because you don't know who that person is. It could be <laughs> one of one, 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 one of these uh unstable individuals that have decided to make a name for themselves at a red carpet event
1: yeah um i mean i've had people do really weird things before like i've like recently i had someone trying to steal my performer name like my actor performer name and call them my name which is really weird but i have my attorney working on that so that's what lawyers are for but (laughs) i mean it's gotten pretty weird another time i had like a fan tell people that i was married to them and like trying to a news article and he was like that's my wife she just doesn't tell anybody and i was like no i'm i'm not married very not married and and that is not my husband
0: <laughs> do you know what do you know what but- i suppose uh if you're gonna get a stalker or anything like that i suppose that's a A testament to your work and and how famous you're becoming but i can imagine it's going to be quite scary as well uh but going on to social media um you know obviously as as you're doing more work and as you're becoming more famous and and your name is becoming uh better known have you found your social media accounts changing in the way of you know fans
1: yeah um i I get I well right now I think I have like forty seven thousand fans on Instagram, um but I had so funny you should say things about changing because the per I had a person that was you know really creepy stalkery and then they uh-huh. like hacked my Instagram account and removed like fifteen thousand fans and then hacked into my Twitter and removed like five thousand fans. Because I was like, please stay away from me, you know, like cease and desist your actions. And then all of a sudden, like, I get a hack and I'm like, well, that's I mean, that's not really going to work. Because if they notice that they're unfollowed for me, they're just going to add me back. It's just like a nuisance and weird. You know, I don't find weird. it annoying. I find it quite sad and awkward. Mm. like, <laughs> mm. Mm. You know, but I guess like you said, I mean I should feel flattered that somebody would want to sabotage me like that because I'm so successful, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it just seems strange to me. And my mom is just like and my mom's always like in pastor mode. So she's like, We'll just pray for them and you know, pray that they that they find peace in themselves and, you know, that that they become they become aware of of like what's really going on inside themselves and that you know they can truly be happy with who they are eventually. So, yeah, my true. mom and I pray a lot for people people who act like that, you know. I always I always have much love for people who have ambitions, but I don't have a lot of, you know, sympathy for people who try and stop other people's careers. I don't I don't have empathy for that. I have empathy for people who are genuine and like strive towards their goals and do positive formations and not try to sabotage others, but try to support and uplift others, especially like I like to support and uplift a lot of women too. Um, so I work, I work with a lot of um, battered women's shelters and I like make a lot of donations for children who are survivors of domestic violence. And I also make a lot of donations to different children's uh, charities. Like just this um, December, I donated toys to the Concern Foundation for um, children who are cancer patients that can't live the, leave the hospital because of COVID-19 and have to stay confined to the hospital. So just to bring some joy and, and spread some happiness, you know, they have dreams and, and they're entitled to their dreams, too. And so I like to give them some happiness when they're going through some difficult situations
0: yeah and 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 the term give more than you take i think is a, wonder, a wonderful term um that one of my idols christopher reeve that played superman uh that's what he lived by and i completely agree with it you know give more than you take and, and leave this uh, world a better place than when you found it so uh but yeah i mean that's that, that that's the whole old thing of the show is being more more super being better people all around so it's really nice to hear the charitable things that you're doing which is great so what's next for you before we wrap up this lovely interview uh, obviously we've got Wonder Vision uh, anything else that you're working on that's in the pipeline that we might be able to see soon
1: yeah i have a new movie coming out um in june uh hopefully in theaters <laughs>
0: but- yeah fingers crossed
1: <laughs> <laughs> they said june or july um the date keeps getting pushed obviously because of covid for the release we're really trying to get it in theaters um it's called jack Be nimble and um it's about you'll you would like it it's about um gaming and like um it's like a comedy about gaming and senior retirement home and by Ling's also in it so that she's awesome. a wonderful person i've known her for like Oh, I don't even know how many years, like a long time ago. I met her at one of the producers' Choice Awards, like, I think it was 2016. So like 45 years now almost. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. So, yep. So June and July, uh, Jack be Nimble, uh, hopefully, as you said, in the cinemas, fingers crossed. And obviously fans can follow you on Twitter and Instagram, and it's actually on the screen below your lovely face just there. Uh, you've got the links uh, for all the fans to uh, follow you, but only nice fans, not fans that are going <laughs> to try and hack you. That, that, and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only
1: nice fans, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, if I guess if they're if they're if they're not nice fans, they'll they'll get prayers. So they'll have some positivity thrown their way anyway, you know.
0: <laughs> that is good. That is fantastic to hear, Amber. You've been a great guest. Thank you so much. You stay safe, and I look forward to uh, episode six of One Division that you're in and uh Be nimble in june july um i'm sure i'll uh catch that and uh feature it on the show at some point i might be able to ask you back again it'll be lovely to get you get get you back when we've got a bit more time and we can have a proper chin wag as as they say amber thank you so much for being a, a great guest
1: oh wonderful i had an amazing time thank you brian